Hello, this is Abraham Estrada here, and I'm doing my part two on my podcast about whether uh, NCAA players should be paid or not. Now, in the previous episode, we had discussed me and my companions, which are not with me today. We had discussed uh, mostly why they should get paid, but in this episode, I'm going to bring a little bit more to you about maybe why they shouldn't, and maybe if going in between thinking um, maybe players should have certain borders or guidelines that they should be able to follow in terms of getting paid. Obviously not anything like a full-time job, but, you know, smaller increments. So um, to start off my argument, yes, I think that they should get paid. Um, Personally, uh, I, I believe this was stated in our first podcast, but I'll go ahead and restate it. Obviously, the NCAA is making a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of money. And, um, well, to narrow it down, I'm not talking about all NCAA sports, just because there are so many. So, obviously, it won't be able to supply each one of those people with payments. But if they were to supply those people with payments, obviously, the scale would go on which sport gross the most money. For an example... Maybe the average football player got paid $5,000 a week, while the average softball or volleyball players, being obviously on the lower end of the gross amount of money that comes in, getting paid, I don't know, 1000 maybe 500 depending on the kind of levels that they're bringing in, which you could say is um, biased maybe or maybe unfair, but at the end of the day, it's supply and demand. If there's going to be more people watching this sport, then those people get paid more. Now, um, obviously, I don't think that athletes, uh, especially in, you know, very young athletes, 19, 20, 21-year-olds, should be getting these massive amounts of money because I feel like a lot of them aren't, you know, responsible enough. They're just coming out of, you know, high school in college, so, you know, there, you know, there's a lot of things that happen in college, um, a lot of kids really aren't mature yet, ready for the world, um, so I don't feel like there's, <laughs> what is a 19-year-old gonna do with, I don't know, $500,000 after playing, you know, a season of football, which, I mean, in retrospect, some will be responsible, and that they could invest that into their future, build upon it, but, likelihood is that most of them are just going to go ahead and, you know, spend it on, um, what I don't know, lavish things or expensive, like, things that they don't really need. Um, now, I don't think she get paid a ton. I don't think she get paid not at all. But um, i just like to bring up a quick point. There was a student that was attending uh, Michigan State University, and... Um, one of the 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 player who had been attending there was actually homeless at one point, and he uh, obviously had very little money. I think he was actually crashing on his friend's couch at the time. But uh, one day after our lifting session, the the kid didn't have enough to get home, so his coach ended up lending him I think what was it three dollars, so that he was able to get home. And after the NCAA found out. They actually suspended this man, suspended this man because his coach cared enough about him to lend him three dollars.
We're not talking about $5,000, $1,000. Go buy yourself something nice. $3 so that this man could get home so he could sleep under a roof. Things like that, I think, or I find ridiculous. Um, so, I honestly think that the NCAA should move on. Or not move on, I'm sorry. I think that the NCAA needs to change a lot of their rules involving money and coaches. Um, to continue on that, on, on why I believe that they should get paid. Um, honestly, because... I believe athletes are athletes, and especially when you get to the point where on a weekly basis you have hundreds of thousands of people watching you. I mean, in my personal opinion, um, hello, this is Abraham Estrada here, and I'm doing my part two on my podcast about whether uh, NCAA players should be paid or not. Now, in the previous episode, we had discussed me and my companions, which are not with me today. We had discussed uh, mostly why they should get paid. But in this episode, I'm going to bring a little bit more to you about maybe why they shouldn't. And maybe if going in between thinking um, maybe players should have certain borders or guidelines that they should be able to follow in terms of getting paid. Obviously, not anything like a full time job but you know smaller increments so um to start off my argument yes i think that they should get paid um personally uh i I believe this was stated in our first podcast but i'll go ahead and restate it obviously the ncaa is making a ton a ton and ton a ton of money and um well to narrow it down, I'm not talking about all NCAA sports, just because there are so many, so obviously it won't be able to supply each one of those people with payments. But if they were to supply those people with payments, obviously the scale would go on which sport grossed the most money. For an example, maybe the average football player got paid $5,000 a week, while the average softball or volleyball players being obviously on the lower end of the gross amount of money that comes in, getting paid, I don't know, 1000 maybe 500 depending on the kind of levels that they're bringing in, which you could say is um, biased maybe or maybe unfair, but at the end of the day, it's supply and demand. If there's going to be more people watching this sport, then those people get paid more. Now, um... Obviously, I don't think that athletes, especially in you know very young athletes, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one year olds, should be getting these massive amounts of money because I feel like a lot of them aren't you know responsible enough. They're just coming out of you know high school, in college, so you know they're you know there's a lot of things that happen in college. Um, a lot of kids really aren't mature yet, ready for the world. Um, so I don't feel like there's, <laughs> what is a 19 year old going to do with, I don't know, $500,000 after playing, you know, a season of football, which I mean, in retrospect, some will be responsible and that they could invest that into their future, build upon it. But likelihood is that most of them are just going to go ahead and, you know, spend it on, um, what, I don't know, lavish things or expensive like things that they don't really need 
Um, now, I don't think she get paid a ton. I don't think she get paid not at all. But um, I just like to bring up a quick point. There was a student that was attending uh, Michigan State University, and um, one of the 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 player who had been attending there was actually homeless at one point, and he. Uh, obviously had very little money. I think he was actually crashing on his friend's couch at the time. But uh, one day after our lifting session, the, the kid didn't have enough to get home. So his coach ended up lending him, I think, what was it, $3? So that he was able to get home. And after the NCAA found out, they actually suspended this man. Suspended this man. Because his coach cared enough about him to lend him $3. We're not talking about $5,000, $1,000. Go buy yourself something nice. $3. So that this man could get home so he could sleep under a roof. Things like that, I think, are, I find ridiculous. Um, so, I honestly think that the NCAA should move on. Or not move on, I'm sorry. I think that the NCAA needs to change a lot of their rules involving money and coaches. Um, to continue on that, uh, on why I believe that they should get paid. Um, honestly, because I believe athletes are athletes. And especially when you get to the point where on a weekly basis you have hundreds of thousands of people watching you. I mean, in my personal opinion, um, hello, this is Abraham Estrada here, and I'm doing my part two on my podcast about whether uh, NCAA players should be paid or not. Now, in the previous episode, we had discussed me and my companions, which are not with me today. We had discussed uh, mostly why they should get paid, but in this episode, I'm going to bring a little bit more to you about maybe why they shouldn't. And maybe if going in between thinking um, maybe players should have certain borders or guidelines that they should be able to follow in terms of getting paid. Obviously, not anything like a full-time job, but, you know, smaller increments. So um, to start off my argument, yes, I think that they should get paid. Um, personally, uh, I, I believe this was stated in our first podcast, but I'll go ahead and restate it. Obviously the NCAA is making a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of money. And, um, well, to narrow it down, I'm not talking about all NCAA sports just because there are so many. So obviously it won't be able to supply each one of those people. With payments, but if they were to supply those people with payments, obviously the scale would go on which sport grossed the most money. For an example, maybe the average football player got paid five thousand dollars a week, while the average softball or volleyball players, being obviously on the lower end of the gross amount of money that comes in, getting paid I don't know one thousand, maybe five hundred, depending on the kind of levels that they're bringing in, which you could say is um, bias maybe, or maybe unfair, but at the end of the day, it's supply and demand. If there's going to be more people watching this sport, then those people get paid more. Now, um, 
obviously, I don't think that athletes, especially in, you know, very young athletes, 19, 20, 21 year olds, should be getting these massive amounts of money because I feel like a lot of them aren't, you know, responsible enough. They're just coming out of, you know, high school in college. So, you know, they're, you know, there's a lot of things that happen in college. Um, a lot of kids really aren't mature yet, ready for the world. Um, so I don't feel like there's, <laughs> what is a 19 year old going to do with, I don't know, $500,000 after playing, you know, a season of football, which I mean, in retrospect, some will be responsible and that they could invest that into their future, build upon it. But likelihood is that most of them are just going to go ahead and, you know, spend it on, um, what, I don't know, lavish things or expensive, like things that they don't really need. Um, now I don't think she get paid a ton. I don't think she get paid not at all, but, um, I just like to bring up a quick point. There was a student that was attending, uh, Michigan state university. And, um, one of the, the, the player who had been attending there was actually homeless at one point. And he, uh, obviously had very little money. I think he was actually crashing on his friend's couch at the time. But uh, one day after our lifting session, the, the kid didn't have enough to get home. So his coach ended up lending him, I think, what was it, $3? So that he was able to get home. And after the NCAA found out, they actually suspended this man. Suspended this man. Because his coach cared enough about him to lend him $3. We're not talking about $5,000, $1,000. Go buy yourself something nice. $3. So that this man could get home so he could sleep under a roof. Things like that, I think, are, I find ridiculous. Um, so, I honestly think that the NCAA should move on. Or not move on, I'm sorry. I think that the NCAA needs to change a lot of their rules involving money and coaches. Um, to continue on that, on, on why I believe that they should get paid. Um, honestly, because I believe athletes are athletes. And especially when you get to the point where on a weekly basis you have hundreds of thousands of people watching you i mean in my personal opinion um hello this is abraham estrada here and i'm doing my part two on my podcast about whether an ncaa player should be paid or not now in the previous episode we had discussed me and my companions which are not with me today we had discussed uh mostly why they should get paid but in this episode, I'm going to bring a little bit more to you about maybe why they shouldn't. And maybe if going in between thinking um, maybe players should have certain borders or guidelines that they should be able to follow in terms of getting paid. Obviously not anything like a full-time job, but, you know, smaller increments. So um, to start off my argument, yes, I think that they should get paid. Um, personally, uh, I, I believe this was stated in our first podcast, but I'll go ahead and restate it. Obviously the NCAA is making 
a ton, a ton and ton of ton of money. And, um, well, to narrow it down, I'm not talking about all NCAA sports just because there are so many. So obviously it won't be able to supply each one of those people with payments. But if they were to supply those people with payments, obviously the scale would go on which sport grossed the most money. For an example, maybe the average football player got paid $5,000 a week, while the average softball or volleyball players, being obviously on the lower end of the gross amount of money that comes in, getting paid, I don't know, 1000 maybe 500 depending on the kind of levels that they're bringing in, which you could say is um, biased maybe or maybe unfair, but at the end of the day, it's supply and demand. If there's going to be more people watching the sport, then those people get paid more. Now, um, obviously, I don't think that athletes, especially in, you know, very young athletes, 19, 20, 21 year olds, should be getting these massive amounts of money because I feel like a lot of them aren't, you know, responsible enough. They're just coming out of, you know, high school in college so you know there you know there's a lot of things that happen in college um a lot of kids really aren't mature yet ready for the world um so i don't feel like there's <laughs> what is a 19 year old going to do with i don't know $500,000 after playing you know a season of football which i mean in retrospect some will be responsible and that they could invest that into their future build upon it but likelihood is that most of them are just going to go ahead and, you know, spend it on, um, what I don't know, lavish things or expensive, like things that they don't really need. Um, now I don't think she get paid a ton. I don't think she get paid not at all, but, um, I just like to bring up a quick point. There was a student that was attending, uh, Michigan state university and, um, one of the 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 player who had been attending there was actually homeless at one point and he uh, obviously had very little money i think he was actually crashing on his friend's couch at the time but uh one day after our lifting session the, the kid didn't have enough to get home so his coach ended up lending him i think what was it three dollars so that he was able to get home and after the ncaa found out they actually suspended this man, suspended this man because his coach cared enough about him to lend him $3. We're not talking about $5,000, $1,000, go buy yourself something nice, $3 so that this man could get home so he could sleep under a roof. Things like that, I think, are, I find ridiculous. Um... So, I honestly think that the NCAA should move on, or not move on, I'm sorry. I think that the NCAA needs to change a lot of their rules involving money and coaches. Um, to continue on that, on, on why I believe that they should get paid, um, honestly, because I believe athletes are athletes, and especially when you get to the point where on a weekly basis you have hundreds of thousands of people watching you. I mean, in my personal opinion, um, 